Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. And let's see what we got here. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. This has been such a great book. Um, John the Beloved, the Apostle of Love. John the Divine, they also call him. Wow, just, just great revelation about love and all kinds of things. Just good, solid, inspired scripture. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. Hmm. One translation says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah. The Messiah is the Savior, the anointed one of God. And everyone who loves the Father, <laughs> this is good, loves his children too, right? If you love God, you're going to love his people. If you love God, you're going to love people. All right, someone say people. That's right. Let's keep going. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Why? Well, because Jesus' commandments are love God and love others. Remember, he said, all the law and the prophets are based on this. Or one translation says, they all hang on this. Love God, love him with all your heart and soul and strength and might, everything you've got, love him. And love your neighbor. Who's my neighbor? Anybody and everybody. They don't have to live next to you. Remember the guy said, who's my neighbor? And Jesus told him a parable about the Samaritan. Jews didn't like Samaritans. <laughs> so he's telling the story about how a, a good Samaritan, one of the half-breed Jews that most Jews didn't like, came and helped a guy who was a Jew who'd been robbed and beaten and left for dead. He took care of him, put him in a hotel, paid for his stay, bound up his wounds, took care of him. So, wow, who is your neighbor? Anybody and everybody. Take every opportunity to love somebody. You've got to love somebody. You've got to walk in love. And I'm telling you right now, when you walk in love, it has great benefits for you. It gives you great peace to, to walk in love. You were not called to walk in bitterness or unforgiveness. You were called to walk in love. So we know we love God's children if we love God and obey His commandments, right? Okay. Loving God means keeping His commandments. Remember what Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Some of you have a red letter edition. Guy in my Bible study last night, he kept saying, he said, man, it says it. It just touched my heart. He said, it says it in the red letters, man. I knew exactly what he meant. I mean, Jesus was saying it. It says it in the red letters right here. We, were, we had a great discussion at Bible study last night. And Jesus himself said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Let's stay there for a minute. They are not burdensome. Well, why not? Well, because they're for your benefit. They give you peace. They give you joy. If you obey his commandments, they take care of everything, really. Everything you need is in God. You know what Matthew 6.33 says, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Everything you've ever needed is in God. Please remember this. Times and the world are not getting better. Build your faith now. It's tough to build your faith during these tough times that are coming. A lot of folks learned that about COVID. COVID hit, and they hadn't been building their faith, man, and they struggled. But now build your faith because times, times are going to get funky again. There's just all kinds of stuff on the horizon. But remember, if you keep seeking God, you keep putting God first, times will be great for you. 
Where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. God's grace, His empowerment, His protection, His provision, His favor, it's on you forever, even through the tough times. Psalm 65.11 says, even the hard pathways drip with abundance. I, and that was interesting. I remember early 2020 that we were, <laughs> God gave me that verse for the year, early 2020 before anything happened. I said, man, even the hard pathways drip with abundance. It was such a revelation to me because I knew, man, even through the toughest of times, God provides enough and he takes care of us just enough sometimes. He said, man, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? The Apostle Paul asked the Lord that. He said, take this away from me. And the Lord said, my grace is sufficient. What does that mean? My grace is enough. My grace is enough for you. What I've given you is already enough. You just got to believe and walk in it. Can you imagine the power of God saying, my grace is enough. My empowerment for you to do right is enough. My mercy and my favor, it's enough. So walk in it. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. In fact, Jesus said, come unto me, all, you, all ye who are what weary and burdened, heavy laden, and I will give you peace and rest for your souls. He'll give you peace and rest because his commandments are not burdensome. Look at this. For every child of God defeats this evil world. Can you believe that? If you believe and live it and walk in it, the world cannot defeat you. You're unbeatable. Now, if you give up and give in to the world, you're quite beatable. I, I, I remember today, I, you know, God's been working in my life in some areas, and he, he's always working in our, li in our lives if we'll admit it and just... <laughs> give into it and go with it but I was thinking of a previous time in my life and my wife wrote me a note and God quickened it on my heart today as I was driving up here to church to get ready and Jen told me years it was years ago and she said she was telling me she loved me and she was saying some really nice things and she said you've never once given up you've never once given up and she knows. I've told her before. <laughs> There's been those times, even as a man of God, as a believer, right? You've been there. You said, man, I feel like giving up. And I said it. I said it. I, it's not one, I'm not one of those that dwell on that and say that every day, but I've told her before, man, baby, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I know God is good. I know he's faithful. But in my flesh, my soul realm, my mind, my will, and my emotions, wow, I feel like giving up. I've said it before. I haven't said it often. And she'd just go, I know. But you won't. <laughs> you won't. You're right. I can't. I won't. Mm -mm. God has called me. People are, are looking at my example, man. But most of all, Jesus has done so much for me. God has done so much for me. He's done so much for you. How could I give up on him? One guy told me in Spanish a few years ago. He said, aren't you glad? And he caught me off guard because the guy was, you know, he was doing some construction at the house, some, la some construction labor. And he just caught me off guard, and he had such a rich voice. But he told me in Spanish, I'll never forget it. He said, aren't you glad that Jesus didn't give up when he was going to the cross? I thought, man, this dude's preaching. And I kind of got his background, and he, did, it wasn't, he didn't have a resume of great faith or anything. But, man, he was speaking great faith. He said, he said isn't it great? He said, que bueno, que, right? Isn't it good that Jesus didn't give up or turn back when he was facing the cross. I said, oh, thank God that he did not. Wow, I will not give up. 
I'll not be defeated. You will not be defeated. Every child of God defeats this evil world. This system of the world, it can't hold a candle to you. Why? Earlier chapters explain what? Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You just got to believe that. You got to live it. We don't. Now, here's the deal. Take a side journey. We don't always feel that way, do we? Right? Just told you. I've, I've, I admit that I've said that before. Not often. I don't proclaim it. I don't stay there. I don't feel sorry for myself and get stuck there in the mud. But I've said before, man, I feel like giving up. I've thought of it. You guys have heard my story. I, I told it a lot during 2020. I really began telling the story. Man, there were times past where I'd be driving to church on a Sunday morning. Man, I'd been praying, seeking God, reading the Word, and I was still going through it. And I'd think, man, I, I just, I, I don't know how I can do this. In the spirit, I felt like I was crawling up here to take the mic on a Sunday morning. But here's the amazing thing. Through the toughest of times, God's grace is sufficient. Because, man, once I get a hold of this mic... I say, God, you just flow because this is your show. It ain't mine. It's never been for my glory ever. I wouldn't have chosen this for myself. I would have chosen some carnal thing probably. Everybody that's called to the ministry runs at some point. <laughs> they just do. Just like everybody runs from God. In some area, we've all run from God at some point. But, man, I'm telling you, I've been through times I said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do it. What do I give the people this morning? I don't have anything left. I was ready. I was prepared. I had the word. And, and the Spirit of God, that still small voice would just say, preach the word. Then I could hear my Grandpa Treadwell telling me the same thing. I used to go on missions to Europe, and my Grandpa Treadwell would say, son, preach the word. That's the only advice he gave me. Preach the word. Okay. I'm going to do what God called me to do, no matter how I feel. Who is that? Mm. I don't know who that is for tonight, but I think it's for somebody. We don't feel like doing it anymore. Well, what do you feel like doing? Giving up. Well, what is it? where does that road go? Forget that. What do you feel like doing? You say, man, I just feel like just quitting. And You're going to do something. You might as well serve God. Even if you're in tears and, and on your knees and whatever else. Like something the cat dragged in, right? Anybody ever have a cat? They bring weird stuff to the house. Cats are weird. They're little like tigers and stuff. They go get, I've seen cats bring a dead lizard and like talk to you about it. Like, meow. No, you're not going to eat that? Get that out of here. Something the cat dragged in. It's all torn up. It's, they've been messing with it. It's dead, a, a mouse, a grasshopper, whatever. You felt that way. You said, man, I feel like something the cat dragged in. I love what Ephesians says. Chapter 6, having done all to stand. Just stand. And sometimes, man, you're standing and you say, man, I am swaying. I'm <laughs> what do they say in boxing? He's, he's punch drunk or he's he's... He's dead on his feet. You ever seen him boxing, right? Even the Rocky movies, they're beating the fire out of each other, and man, one of them is just like, how are they still up? There they are. Uh, that's how you feel sometimes, but we don't base it on feelings. We base it on God's Word. For every child, ah, some children of God, man, they defeat this evil world. No, if you believe and you live it and you don't give up, guess what? Every child of God defeats this evil world because of what Jesus did. And we achieve this victory. Oh, I love this. I've been waiting to say this. Let's stay here for a minute. Through our faith. I have a feeling I'm not going to finish this chapter tonight. So 
just get that plan, throw it out the window. I just really don't think we're going to get through all uh, 20, 21 verses tonight. Every child of God defeats this evil world. I really want you to soak in this tonight. And we achieve this victory through our faith. Do you know def- you defeat the world every day when you don't give in to temptation? You defeat the world every day when you say, Lord, forgive me, I was wrong. You defeat the world every day when you humble yourself and tell people, you know what, I'm sorry, I didn't come across right. I'm sorry I got mad. Whatever it is. You defeat the world every day when you read the Word. You defeat the world every day when you cry out to God and don't do what the world's doing. You defeat the world every day by obeying Him and we achieve this victory through our faith. You defeat the world every day when you forgive. We talked about that on, on Sunday briefly, but if you need to forgive someone, please do it tonight. Don't wait till tomorrow morning. Don't, don't sleep another night on it. Forgive. That's how you achieve victory through faith. Man, I'm telling you right now. It takes, how many of you have ever realized it takes faith to forgive people? Can you imagine we just forgave people because we felt like it? <laughs> We'd forgive way less. There's been so many times I just said, Lord, in Jesus' name, it was totally by faith. I said, Lord, I forgive him. You know, and you're thinking, I didn't deserve what they did to me, and they did this. And Lord, I forgive him or her, and I pray a blessing over him. Man, you do that in faith. And I'm telling you, it is life-changing. It's world-changing. It will change you. You achieve this victory through faith. Everything comes through faith. Scripture says, through faith are the promises. Scripture says, faithful is he that promised. Scripture says, the righteous or the just, that's you, you're righteous, right? You are right with God now through faith. The righteous shall live how? By faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So it's time to believe and to show that you believe by your actions. Let me read this again. I know I'm really harping on this. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. There was a man of God years ago, and I believe it was in the mid-90s. And he said, you, you won't know you have faith until you've been in a fight. How is it faith until it's tested? It's easy to go, man... I got a raise. I got, I I don't know why I was going to say that. A haircut. I don't know why I was going to say that. It's not a great victory. It it was a great victory to me today. My hair was shaggy, man. (laughs) I got a haircut. Say, man, my bills are paid. Everything's on time. My relationships are good. Well, sure, praise God at that point. But you know what really takes faith? Is when you are in the midst of it, bro. You are in the midst of it, sis. That takes faith is I feel rotten or, you know, you've been there. You say, man, I'm, I feel a little anxious or I'm struggling with some depression or I'm not sleeping like I should. That doesn't mean God fell off the throne of heaven. It means you're going through something. Is he still God? Can I get an amen in here? He's still God. He's still God, man. And one day we'll all stand in his presence together. Someone say together. We will be there. We're going to make it. This life is so temporary, I'm not going to get hung up on it. And it's easy to do. Stuff is stressful. We've all been there. You say, man, how, 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 Lord? (laughs) This is messing me up. This is messing with me. Mm. We achieve this victory through our faith. Having done all to stand, just stand. 
this is, I feel like someone in this house needs to hear this tonight. Having done all to stand, just stand. But, someone say but. Faith without works is dead. So you're going to have to put your faith into action at some point. By being faithful, by sharing your faith, by being connected at your local church right here, um, by loving people, by forgiving, by showing your love for God, by serving, all these things. You demonstrate your faith by action. Some people say, well, I just believe, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Somebody told me, look at this. Somebody told me at Bible study last night, this was crazy, because there's folks like this out there. They said, they said, there's a young lady who said, no, no, I, I'm a Christian, but I don't, I don't believe that, that Jesus is God. What? You're not a Christian then. You don't have faith. Look at that right there. You don't, you don't believe the basics. Man, how can you move on and ask God to answer prayer? You don't believe in the one he sent? Man, John is big on this. So we've got to believe in the one he sent. We've got to believe in Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. I was talking to my workout partner this morning. And man, people are getting scripture really twisted. Why and how? They don't read the word. They don't read the word. Or they pick and choose and just read a psalm or something. And that's in there. It's good. You need to read everything you can. Get all the scripture. Be on a reading plan to build your faith. Because at some point, look, talking it out, counseling is fine, all these other things. But at some point, your counseling needs to be seeking God. I, and hey, I'm all for therapy. I am talking it out. You, if you need to go to a counselor, man, I'm all for that. Because the book of James talks about if we confess our faults one to another so that we can be healed, there's a time and place for that. But at some point, you just got to seek God and believe. We achieve this victory through our faith. You will win ultimately if you keep believing. Scripture says that Abraham, (laughs) the longer he waited for his son, his faith got stronger. He was 75, God said, I'm going to give you a son. (laughs) You guys know any 75-year-olds that have a son? How about 85-year-old, you know, that, you know, helped to create a son? 85, 95? Man, he had a son when he was 100. Wow. He waited 25 years. God said, you're going to have a son. And Scripture says his faith got stronger as time progressed. What a lesson for us. Let's move on. And who can win this battle against this world? Uh Uh-oh, here we go. We just discussed that. Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Labels will not help you win the battle against the world. Dad Brown and I were talking a few months ago about this, and it was some people identify as a Christian, whether they are or not. Say, I'm not Muslim, I'm not Buddhist, I'm not an atheist, I believe in God. You know, people tell you that. I believe in God, even if they don't live right. I say my prayers, okay. Am I a Christian? Am I a, you know... I saw one said, I have Jedi beliefs. Jedi. I'm like, I'm a Star Wars fan, but that sounds stupid. That was, it was on a, it was, I saw it on a questionnaire years ago. Said, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of fluid in my beliefs. I believe like a Jedi. What does that mean? You're a Buddhist? Jediism? No. Uh, someone, so someone at some point said, well, no, I'm a Christian. I take that label. I identify, you know, that whole modern thing. I identify as a Christian. Well, I can identify as a tank. It doesn't mean I'm a tank. 
I can identify as I am Samson. I have hair like Samson. You're looking at me. I don't. I don't. Who can win this battle against the world? Only those. Look, it says only. I guarantee you in the Greek it says only. Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God can win this battle against the world. You've got to believe, man. You've got to believe. Let me, let, me just, let me just throw this at you. There's, there's different religions out there, and some believe that Jesus is the same as Michael the archangel. Oh, that's off. That's not scriptural. There's another one that believes that Jesus is the brother of Satan. That's off. Satan was Lucifer, and he's a creation. He is not, he is not the brother of Jesus. You've got to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, period. And that's how you win the victory. But you keep believing. Someone say keep believing. Let's move on. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by His baptism in water. Hmm. This is my beloved in whom I am well pleased. By His baptism in water and by shedding His blood on the cross. So not by water only, but by water and blood that's powerful there's all kinds of symbolism going on in there water is also a symbol of the word so jesus is the word made flesh so he he's proven to be who he said he was by water and the blood and the spirit who is truth someone say truth confirms it with his testimony hmm. let's read on so we have these three witnesses the spirit the water and the blood, and all three agree. Remember, John the Baptist saw the Spirit of God like a dove coming down on Jesus when he baptized him. The Spirit, the water, and the blood, and all three agree. Someone say all three agree. Mm. Triple confirmation. Let's keep going. Since we believe human testimony, <laughs> surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. Have you ever believed something that turned out to be an absolute lie, but you believed it? I have. People are all, you know what I heard? And it's just human testimony. <laughs> what? That's not true. That's crazy. I remember during, back to COVID, right? I remember during COVID, there were all kinds of rumors flying. Say, man, the cops are pulling people over and taking them to jail if they're from out of town and they're not from New Mexico. I heard some weird stuff. It's like, what? I don't think we've gone that far yet. And I just knew, I just knew it, you know, the cops are going to come in here and go, okay, you got to go to jail now. You went to church, you know. I could just see me in county wearing orange. Say, hey, what are you in here for? Some hard, you know, some hardened criminal. Oh, I, I went to church. <laughs> but there were, my point is there were a lot of rumors going around and people believed it. I remember going, oh, that stuff's stupid. <laughs> we believe human testimony many times. Surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about his what? His son. Man, he spoke from heaven on some occasions, right? This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. More than one occasion, according to Scripture. All who believe in the Son of God, someone say all who believe, know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Hmm. Those who don't believe this, y'all ready for this? Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about His Son. So, earlier, chapter 4, 
If you don't believe Jesus is the Son of God, that is a spirit of Antichrist. People who believe there are many ways to God, that is a spirit of Antichrist because it's against Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. And people will tell you crazy stuff. I mean, that's, it's the oldest thing in the book. And I remember they were, they were putting that out in cartoons even when I was a kid. They said, no, man, your good deeds just have to outweigh your bad deeds. What if you're off by one deed and you went to hell? Can you imagine? I don't have a count on those. Say, no, my good deeds, I, I think I'm a, and people tell you, I think I'm a good person. Yeah, but we've broken God's law and his commandments. Let me, let me start over at the beginning of that verse. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his Son. He's the only way to get to heaven, period. Let's keep going. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Eternal life is life forever. And the only way is through Jesus. And other religions claim things, but not quite like this. Other religions will say, you know, good deeds. Other religions will say, well, you can, uh, you can be reincarnated, and if you were bad in life, you may be reincarnated as a cockroach. Well, then you're dead at my house because we sprayed numerous times because they like the water over there you got to kill them or no you did good you come back as a cow i mean you know i don't know is that an achievement or you come back as a higher form of something that's not scripture Mm -mm. this says here's what god has testified he's given us eternal life and this life is in his son scripture also says it is appointed unto mankind men and women to die once And after this, the judgment. I don't keep coming back and dying again, coming back and dying again. I think the only time that was cool was in that that, that movie, uh, A Dog's Life. Did y'all ever see that? The dog kept coming back as different dogs. That that doesn't happen. It made for an interesting story. Broke your heart. Jen's like, I can't believe you made me watch this. This is (laughs) terrible. We're crying. She's like, I can't do movies like this about dogs anymore. You have been given an eternal spirit and soul, and you will live in God's presence forever if you accept Jesus and walk according to his word. You don't keep dying and coming back. I get another chance. You know, like, what are are those movies, uh, Groundhog Day or these other spinoffs, so they keep waking up on the same day? It's not like that. History is progressive. It's linear. It moves forward, and here we go. And he has given us eternal life. The only way to get to heaven is through Jesus, his son. Let's keep going. Whoever has the Son has life. That is good news. So everybody in here, you've accepted Jesus, you have life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. People go, that's not inclusive. That's one of those cool words in the last 10, 15 years. That's not inclusive. Well, I'm just saying what God said. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. So let's keep going. I've written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. And we'll stop here tonight on verse 13. So that you may know you have eternal life. Someone say, I have eternal life. Isn't that encouraging? He says, I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. Powerful. Powerful. Let's believe God tonight, if you would. On that note, 1 John 5, 13, you have eternal life. Speaking of which, 
Is there anyone in the house at the sound of my voice, either on the live stream or in this room, that would say, Pastor Matt, I don't know. I, I, I've never accepted Jesus and made him my Lord. Well, we need to make sure of that. If that is you tonight, you've never accepted Jesus officially, called on the name of Jesus, we need to do that now. Please raise your hand and we will pray together as a family. Won't embarrass you in any way. If you have never, ever accepted Jesus, you've never made him your Lord, let's pray together. All right, just making sure. I got to do that. That's part of my calling is to make sure it's part of your calling too, to make sure people get right with God. It's called the ministry of reconciliation. So just pray that prayer with me tonight before I pray for everyone. In general, let's just pray the prayer of salvation. Say, Heavenly Father, without you, I can't make heaven. Say, my good deeds won't do it. Say, I'm a sinner apart from you. Say, but tonight I receive your grace, your glory, and your goodness. Save me, Lord. See, I confess that Jesus is Lord. He's my Lord. And I believe he died and rose again for my sin. Save me from hell, Lord. Forgive me and cleanse me. I believe. Say, Lord, come to live within me by your Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Let me pray a blessing over you tonight. Same spirit of reverence. Father, we thank you for your word. I thank you for your people. I thank you for their hearts and their humility as they receive the word tonight. If it touches my heart, Lord, I know it touches your heart. Because I'm only human. You're the God of the universe. And here these folks are on a Wednesday night taking time to be with you, be with each other, to hear your word and to believe your word and to love your word and to practice your word, to worship you together. Lord, I thank you for the lives and those they represent. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. Be with them this week. Let them feel your presence. Lord, bring revival and awakening to our lives again. Begin to speak to us in dreams and visions. Speak to us throughout the day as we seek you in your word. Help us to look past distractions and look to you and focus on you and hear you and obey you. We thank you tonight, Father. We give you the glory and the praise because you're faithful. And I thank you once again for your people who love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.